let's begin today with John chapter 3, the Gospel of John chapter 3, and beginning at verse 14. I want to build uh, the foundation. John 3, 14 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man, talking about Jesus, be lifted up, that whosoever, say that's me, believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Say, I have, because I believe in him, eternal life. My life never ends. The end is always the beginning. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Say, me too. I have everlasting life. Hallelujah. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Say, the reason I'm saved is because of Jesus' sacrifice. Hallelujah. I am important. I am highly valued. Mm-hmm. Now, Isaiah 53 and 5. Isaiah 53 and 5. Says, but he, talking about Jesus, was wounded for our transgressions. Anybody in here ever did anything wrong? But you didn't have to pay for it? Hello. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Now, I, I, while, I, while I was saying that, the Holy Ghost began to tell me something. Some of us come from, you know, large families. And sometimes when you are the baby of the family, uh, the older one takes the rap. Whoever the senior is in the family, uh, for some reason, parents like to say, well, you know, the, they, the baby don't understand. So the, 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 the you know, let, 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 let you, you're the oldest one. So you, you, you know better. So you take the heat for the little one. Jesus took the heat for the little one. Hallelujah. So you, you, you can understand that. Come on now. Say, Lord, I thank you for taking the heat for all of us. All right. Eagle Summit, praise God from whom all blessings flow. These verses I just read are to help remind and encourage you that as human beings in this world, you are of great value to Almighty God and His Son, Jesus Christ. Say, I'm of great value. Now, now this is so important. There are days you got to keep encouraging your own self, especially when you're around discouragement. And sometimes you're in discouragement and you don't even know it. But you got to encourage yourself every day. Say, I encourage myself every day. I'm not waiting for somebody. 
to come encourage me because I know how to encourage myself because I am of great value. Mm. So much so that Jesus Christ became the sacrifice for our sins of the world in order to release anyone that would believe and receive that in faith that pleases the Lord. Say, I believe, Lord. I believe. I may not understand it, but I still believe. Hallelujah. Today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I come to encourage you again about living in Christ and the awesome benefits of doing so. Hallelujah. But do you remember our last conversation about a man named Zacharias who was faithfully serving the Lord when his supernatural gifts of the working of miracles uh, showed up in his life? How many of you know that you can be faithfully serving the Lord, faithfully serving the Lord, but there's a devil that don't want you to get the blessing? And sometimes the devil likes to take you captive and make you think that God don't love you no more because it seems like all hell is breaking loose. And all you do is talk about all hell breaking loose. First mm. Corinthians 12 and 1. You know what it says. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, sistren, I would not have you ignorant. Listen, stop coming to church. Stop coming to church and being ignorant. You better know your God. For the people that know that God are strong and do great exploits. Stop being intimidated by situations. Intimidated by situations. I read somewhere that, now notice I said I read somewhere, in this life you shall have trials and tribulations. What do you mean, Pastor? I just went through this week and it was rough and now I'm in another week and it's rough and I'm into another week and it's but in this world, I shall have trials and tribulations. But when I roll with God, I learn to be of good cheer. Because I know God somehow is working all that together for my good. So every test is to position me for promotion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Example, any of you... Uh, send a resume and, and you got, went to an, uh, uh, what do you call it, an interview? Mm -hmm. And when you went to the interview, the person that was interviewing you was not so nice. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And they were deliberately doing that to see whether or not you can handle that. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's what life is like. Yeah. Life many times is just like that. But guess what? When you pass the test, you have victory. Yeah. Amen. And, and say, say this too will pass. This too will end. Hallelujah. Now, folks, no one wants the sons of daughters of Almighty God more ignorant than the devil and his hosts. So they can keep us blaming God for satanic delays that cause fear, doubt, and unbelief to block the miracles from fully manifesting in our lives. Hmm. Why is it that folk come to church 
and they serve and they do this. And, they, and, and the moment all hell breaks loose, they blame God. It wasn't God. It wasn't him. It was not him. It was the thief that came to rob, kill, and destroy and to make you think that, you know, God don't love you. I, I had to learn. I had to learn that, that when I'm in the worst situation, God is still up in there. And he's waiting to find out what I'm going to do and how I'm going to respond. Hallelujah. Am I going to hate him or am I going to love him? I'm going to love him with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Come on. I'm, I'm working on something. Now, let's go to Luke chapter 1 and verse 18 as I build the case. Living in Christ. Okay. 118. I'm reviewing. And Zacharias said unto the angel, whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years. Zacharias had been praying for a child, been praying and praying and praying and praying. And now all of a sudden God shows up and says it's going to happen. And all of, he, all of a sudden he said, yeah, but I'm old. And, and my wife was well stricken. And the angel said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God and am sent to speak to thee and to show thee the glad tidings. Now remember this, remember this, remember this. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed. Why? Because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled, now here's the key, in their season. And what I'm trying to impart to you is every one of you sitting here is in a season. Don't compare your season with somebody else's season. Understand that everything, in, 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 there's a time and a season for everything. And you got to understand that time, one day with the Lord, is like a thousand days, a thousand years. A thousand years is as one, in a, God, God can take your moment and flip it just like that. Just like that. And he got a moment like that for you. Oh, yes, I said, he's got a moment like, say, say, Lord, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Now, remember, I shared that the working of miracles is an explosion of the power from heaven to perform a miracle from God that is impossible for man to do. Now, here I had to grow up as a pastor because I, you know, I've been saying, Lord, how you going to do this and how you going to do that? I had to realize that God is God. And uh, whatever he said, he's going to do. But he's going to do it when he want to do it and how he want to do it. Hallelujah. So I had to learn how to wait upon the Lord and renew my strength. Amen. Say, sometimes, come on. There's a long wait. But in the waiting, he's doing something behind the scenes to make the crooked straight and the rough places plain and you're going to be ultimately blessed. Ultimately blessed. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. Amen. Now, folks, Zacharias, like all of us, had to learn to believe and trust the words of God and stop always trying to, what, figure out how Almighty God was choosing to do it. Now, I, I want to I I I go here. I want to celebrate the ladies because, ladies, y'all have a figuring out mind. 
Come on. That is your DNA. When you hook up with a brother, he don't have that. Brothers have stupid moments. And they need you there to be able to help them figure it out. Uno, I have some stupid moments. If it had not been for my da-da-da, I would, hey, I'm trying to help you. So ladies, when you connect with a brother and you done got it figured out and he don't, you understand. You understand. And men have pride. So they're going to try to make it seem like you got the problem when they got the problem. Ain't nobody, see, ain't nobody, ain't nobody shouting now. <laughs> Trying to help you and set you free. Men don't, hey, come on. Now remember that. I'm working on something. Instead, I share that it is always better, huh, to do as Mary did in Luke 138. Come on, I'm going there. Luke 138. It says, and Mary said, behold, the handmaiden of the Lord. And she said, after she figured some stuff out, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Again, what miracles do you need? And are you holding fast to the profession of your faith without wavering? Ask your neighbor, say neighbor. What miracle do you need? Are you holding fast the profession of your faith without wavering? Keep declaring, come on. Be it unto me, come on, say it like a minute. According to thy word, God. Keep praising, come on. And thanking the Lord for its full manifestation in your life. Say amen. Say amen. Say amen. Amen means so be it, which means it's already done. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. I'm working on something. Come on. Now, here's the exciting part. Now, that brings me to the next awesome key to living in Christ called prayer. Ooh, prayer. Watch where we go. Ha. Never able I have a question. I have a question. Why is it that some believers are never able to pray strong, effective prayers consistently? Question. One key reason may be that they don't spend time studying the Word of God. Hmm. Well, that's pastor's job. Listen, I ain't the only one that's supposed to be in the book you supposed to study to show yourself approved or work so that if I'm confused, you know where it's right. But the lack of God's word in you helps create little or no faith, which leads to few, if any, of your prayers being answered. Because sometimes when you're praying, you pray in your word. Murmuring, complaining, little cussing, little fussing. Come on, in prayer. Come on, Lord. That's real. 
James 5, 16, come on. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. John 5, 16 says it this way. Confess, now, now, this, now please get this. Confess your faults one to another. Now, I, I got to go here. Look at me, folks. Um, no one in here is perfect. But you need to have somebody that when you're going through, you can confess your fault. The problem with us is we, we, we get scared to tell somebody when we, we messed up. But when you roll with God, he says, come on, confess your faults one to another. And then he says, pray one for another. Meaning when somebody tells you they're mess, you to pray for them. Not go and tell, you know what? Not go and tell somebody else what they just told you. Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for, the, for another that you may be healed. The effectual, get this, fervent prayer of a righteous man, meaning someone in right standing, availed much. Now, here, here's my example. There was a, a young man by the name of Samuel, and uh, he was, uh, you know, being connected with somebody by the name of Elias. It says now, Elias was a man subject to like passion, as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it did not rain on earth the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Folks, God's word in you, building up your faith, will result, in, result into answered prayer. Say, I need God's word in me so that I can have effective prayers. Now, here we are to learn the very important faith principle you can count on. God's word in you in abundance will help teach you how to pray more and more effectively. Many of us who pray the problem. We can know the problem. But the problem ain't the answer to the word. But one of the major problems that most sons and daughters of God have is that they talk more than they listen. Talk more than they what? Listen. Have you, now, now, now flow with me. Have you ever watched a group of people in conversation? In most cases, two or more people are talking at the same time while the others are waiting for a moment to break in the flow of words so they can jump in with, the re with a ready contribution. Now, I want to practice that for a moment. Look at your neighbor and start talking to him. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, come. talk to your neighbor. I said talk to him. Just, yeah, both of y'all, keep talking. Keep talking. All right. Hold up right there. All right. If everybody talking, ain't nobody listening. Now remember now that this, this is revelation. This is so, so awesome. What's, what's the real issue? 
Hardly any of them are listening. Eagle Summit, too often, knowingly and unknowingly, this happens when we approach God in prayer. God in prayer. God, let me tell you, let me tell you what happened today. God, God, yay God. We become so accustomed to talking, talking, talking without listening that we pray, pray, pray without hearing what God is saying to us. Folks, it's a simple organic fact that nobody can speak and listen at the same time. Ladies, that's why sometimes when you're talking to your husband and, and, and they, they be talking, he don't understand a thing you're saying because he's talking. He ain't listening. When, you, when you're talking to him, y'all ain't helping me now. Huh? When you're talking to somebody and they're talking at the same time, ain't nobody listening. Somebody got to shut up so they can hear. All right? Now, if we do that on a human level, what do we do with a God level? Folks, again, it is simple organic fact that nobody can speak and listen at the same time. We do one or the other. We either speak or we listen. Now, here we go. 1 Samuel 3 and 7. Now, this is the, this is the, the golden example I want to share. Here's a young boy by the name of, of Samuel, and he's connected to uh, another person by the name of Eli. Now, Sam, 1 Samuel 3, 7. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. The third, how many times? Third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Here's a child being called by God, but not learning, did not know his voice. And when you get born again, you are a child and you don't know the Lord's voice. You hear many voices, but you got to learn to recognize his voice. Therefore, Eli said unto Samuel, go lie down. And it shall be, if he call thee, thou shalt say, thou shalt say, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, speak, for thy servant heareth. When's the last time? When's the last time? You got quiet enough and said, Lord, speak to me. Or did you just keep blah, 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 blah. Speak to me and get quiet and listen. Folks, as a child, Samuel became a mighty man of God because he learned the value of faithful listening. In other words, uh, I'm going to keep still, Lord. I know that you're talking to me, so I will listen and keep my mouth shut. What I'm trying to impart to you today is 
if your prayers are going to avail much, you got to learn how to be still, quiet, and learn the voice of the Lord when he's speaking to you. There are going to be other voices all around you, but you got to learn to hear his voice. The other day, I, I was blessed with a phone, and the phone was messing up. And I was trying to figure out how the phone was going to work. And there was a little gadget or something and all that. And I got quiet. And I said, Lord, uh, you know more than I know. And guess what? He told me exactly what I needed to do to get that phone working. A phone! Well, you know, you a pat. Listen, he loves you too. There are times you're going to need to say, Lord, speak to me. What's the answer? What's the answer? I'm going to be still. I know you're taking it. You're going to take, you're going to talk to me. So I'm going to listen and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Likewise, Eagle Summit, when we develop such a faith attitude, and put in the daily practice, we too will be able to clearly um, hear from God so our prayers can avail much. All right? Now, now get ready. I'm getting ready to close. Acts 12 and verse 1. Acts 12 and verse 1. You'll understand this is because this is, here's where we are. We're in church, right? We're, we're in here. And I got news. God's been speaking while I've been preaching. Come on. Acts 12 and 1. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quadrants of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. You there? Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer, but prayer was, made, now here we go, made without ceasing of the church under God. They were praying how long? They were praying how long? So, <laughs> so prayer was made without ceasing of the church under God. That implies speaking, speaking, speaking. Got it? Now, Acts 12 and verse 11. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know surely that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many, how many? Many were gathered together, what? Praying, praying. And, and as Peter was knocking at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, oh my goodness, huh? She opened not the gate for gladness. Wait a minute. Here you are praying for something. The answer show up at the door. And you, 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 you get so happy, oh! And when she knew his voice, she opened not the gate, but ran in and told Peter how Peter stood before the gate. And they said unto her, thou art mad. 
Thou art mad. Here's a woman talking to men. She's right, but the men call her mad. I'm trying to help you. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, it is an angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were amazed. Now, wait a minute, now, wait a minute. How is it that you praying and believing God for the miracle and when it show up, you amazed? Huh? We, we, amazed? That's the way God rolls. He does exceeding abundant above all that you can ask and think, but he does it his way. Look at your neighbor's smile and say, say, God got a way. And his way is wonderful. Hallelujah. Let me read it again. When Peter continued knocking, when they opened the door and saw him, they were amazed. Folks, here we have an example of how speaking and speaking in prayer without listening and listening, people of faith can miss the supernatural flow of the Lord that he's choosing to manifest in your life too. And yes, Peter was released by the supernatural power of God while they were praying and praying and praying. Now, now I, I want to get this in you. I got some good news for you. Any of y'all been praying and praying and praying and praying? I got some good news for you. What you've been praying for is coming. But listen for his voice. Listen for his voice to show you how it's coming. Listen. Lord, be it unto me according to the word that you spoke to me. And listen for how it's coming, when it's coming. Oh, my goodness. And yes, Peter was released by the supernatural power of God while they were praying and praying. But had they took some time to listen, they might have known for sure that he was released already before he showed up at their door. Wow. What's been released already to you before it showed up at your door, but you still talking, 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 talking. Hmm. So likewise, Eagle Summit, what have you been praying and praying for that is already done but you haven't taken the moments to listen and listen for the Lord to speak to you, huh? A comforting word that what you've been praying for is already done. The Bible says when I pray, believe that I receive when I pray. So when I pray, I already believe I have it. But Lord, no, shut up. Lord, I thank you. You said when I pray, believe, I receive. I receive now, Lord, what I'm praying for. Hallelujah. Well, it don't look like, don't, hey, shut up. Lord, I thank you. So instead of praise and worship, you keep flowing in fear, doubt, and unbelief the way the devil and his host want you to. But now, with this new understanding, you should no longer be ignorant of the devil's device to trick you into speaking and speaking to the Lord without taking time to listen and listen for his comforting instructions. Hallelujah. Oh, I heard this. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up. But some of y'all don't even know how to romance. I'm looking up. When you romance and you do it slowly, y'all ain't helping me. Yo, come, 
Huh? When you love on somebody, you do it slowly. Y'all like, did it here? Some of you rushed, rushed. You're missing the visitation. You're missing the blessing. In prayer. Slow your roll. In prayer, slow your roll. Say, Lord, love on me. I want to love on you. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Having said that, let's together ask the Lord to turn up the volume of his voice. And we will promise to become better and better at listening to receiving his promises to us that are yes and amen. Say, Father God. Say it like you mean it. Father God. In the name of Jesus. From this moment forward, we seek to become better listeners better listeners to your voice as we pray we will speak and then listen for your voice without fear without doubt without unbelief blocking our trust in you holy spirit take charge and help us to become better listeners and better receivers of the wisdom from above in Jesus name living come on in Christ and reaping supernatural benefits that bring glory and honor to the Lord amen 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 look at your name say neighbor listen come on put your hands together for the Lord Hallelujah. That's a right now word. Living in Christ. Living in Christ requires that you learn to listen. Speak and then, Lord, speak unto me. And then know his voice. And when you know his voice, follow his instructions. Amen into victory. This is our year of increase, folks. This is our year of increase in every area of our lives. Hallelujah.